You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. In three, two, one, ladies and gentlemen. I hope this is working. I got a fabulous show lined up for everybody tonight. I think we're live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen around the world. Welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. And for the first time, I actually have two guests back to back in my studio. I'm the luckiest guy in the world because they're both gorgeous. We're going to have some fun. We got food on the table. They already are eating. That's right. <laughs> I got some Italian mushrooms. <laughs> Italian. She's hitting the Italian mushroom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tara Bennett-Smith and her partner in crime, Tess Cacciatore. Mm -hmm. With a name like Cacciatore, I would assume she's Italian and she's German. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. I know we're really not in my mother's basement. We're in my studio here in North Hollywood, California. I've been waiting for quite some time to have these two professional women in the industry on the show. I apologize it was taking so long, but luckily for me, I got to go out on tour, making people laugh around the world, and now I am here in Los Angeles. We got a lot of shows this week, a lot of shows next week, and hopefully throughout the rest of the year. But right now, it's not about me and my shows. It's about these two young ladies who are Thank innovators, you, who are doing unbelievable stuff, in show business and in their lives. So let's start this chat with anybody. Uh, how do you guys even know each other? We, how about that? We met through someone who was a friend of both of ours, although she's not, not a friend of mine, but we just don't communicate. That's how we met uh, yeah. back in like 2012. Sounds like an introduction that was great and you're no longer friends with the introducer. Is that right? No, you know how things come and, and go. Yeah. It's like we're still friendly. It's mm -hmm. all good. We just don't see each other. Yeah, we don't see each other. It's, you know. You know, I think I was talking about that on my morning walk this morning because I said, isn't it funny how you're friends with certain amounts of people for a long period of time and then you're not? Not for any bad reasons, mm -hmm. but just it just doesn't continue. Like your high school friends, you probably be friends with them the rest of your life, but you don't see them. Exactly. Your friends in the industry when you were in your 20s, great friends. You did some great projects, but you don't see them anymore. Mm -hmm. And you got friends that are in your 30s and, and you move on, and then you get to, you know, your ages, 20s. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that we was just funny. love him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I always like to have food on the show. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we're tonight, I called uh, our friend down in Lakewood. California, Foggia Italian Market in Delhi, mm. who's presenting the food tonight. And I said, okay, we're going to have some food <laughs> on the show. They can't stop eating. They've been so eating good. for 15 minutes. Yeah. So why don't we just continue Garlic. eating and talking, but we could tell everybody what's actually on the on the plate. Well, I'm so glad you, you went to do this it? place in Lakewood, right? Yes. Yes. Do a really it. beautiful Please Italian tell. market. These mushrooms are packed with garlic. I so. need more. Well, it's it's a a, 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 a garlic so packed mushroom, and they're on either side of me eating the garlic. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Anybody have any mints? <laughs> I don't even think it would work. No, it I'm gonna this, tell you something. This, Dracula would never live in this house. Mm, All right, let's right. show everybody. Mm, this beautiful. is me putting out a charcuterie. Can you see? These are little peppers stuffed with cheese, and these have the most amazing balance of really great oregano and lots and lots of garlic. 
And then this is an Asiago, I think. And there's think some tsunami. And, <laughs> and I take as many as you want. I got tons. I to save some for others. The San Marzano tomatoes. You know about that? Of course I that do. That just came into my life. No, these are no. the best. But Aren't those the ones that's in the right turn that so we talk about? So this is the coincidence of the day that this just came into Mike's life. But where we film our Tuscany scene with Carmel McGuire, and this camera. Isabella. This is our main camera. <laughs> it's a main camera. I can't believe these we're doing cams, this. How lucky am this, I? And the stores get these tomatoes, but we got them ripe off the vine, mm -hmm. and they're in the Right Turn series. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. San Episode two, when I go to Italy. <clears throat> I go to Italy, and I meet an Italian man, and where the lady I'm staying with, I'm tasting some of the tomatoes off a tree, off a vine. This hey, is, let me hold that so you can this, put some on your plate. No, no, I'm not going to put anybody. You could, you guys take as it? much as you want. Well, I'm going to try to talk as much as I can, and then when you guys start doing your uh, oh your gosh. life life stories, <laughs> then I'll eat. Well, good luck that there'll be something <laughs> left. <laughs> I love my show tonight. This is fantastic. I hope you guys are laughing already. And don't forget, during the course of the night, send us some money. You guys know what to do. Anybody out there, hit that button. We hear that bell ring. We're all going to do a shout-out to you. So if you're watching right now here on Facebook Live, send us some money so we can keep on buying food like this. Big shout-out to tonight's food presenter, Fogia, Italian market in Delhi, on the Internet, in Lakewood, California. Wonderful place. Love it. The food that we have on the table is really, really great. And there is some other charcuterie right here in this plate. Mm. There is some hard, hot salami, and that is mortadella. Mortadella. Mortadella has now, cheese is, in it. What is mortadella? Like? Mortadella is definitely uh, like a, it's in the ham family. Oh, good lord. It's in the ham family, but it also has pistachio nuts in it. Oh, I see it right there. The little yep. pistachio nut. Was my dad's I don't favorite. eat meat, and I don't, you know, I don't. Money, thank you. Send us hey. some more cash. Woo. Thank you very much. Who are we shouting out to? But this is mortadella. If you don't know what it is, it's, it's one of the most delicious meats that you can actually put between two slices of bread. I do have bread on the table. Neither of these girls have touched that bread yet. But We're you, having you, so much fun. You could I'm make a you, sandwich. These peppers with the cheese inside, you cheese. said they were so amazing. They're to live for. This is actually just domestic Swiss, but domestic Swiss goes really good with mortadella. That I will have. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, so... So this is, you know what, this is a great show because, you know, you come on, you have a little bit of food, you sit down next to Mike Marino, you're going to have some fun. Mm -hmm. well, he doesn't care what you do on the show because we started eating way before the show started. They've been eating, <laughs> seriously, 15, 20 minutes before we started talking, which is great. She's not going to eat the pepperoni. You can have as much pepperoni as you want. I got tons of mushrooms. There's garlic everywhere. Guys, keep sending us some more hearts and some money. It's also that cheese is very, very delicious. I'm glad that you knew about the tomatoes yeah. because I didn't know about this canned tomato sauce. And it's so great to know that this was actually in your project mm -hmm. because this could be a nice sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I love being with talented hint, people. Hint, hint, I didn't hint. even see that coming. We could use some money. Look at that. That's, that's an ad. That's an ad. That was wonderful. I'm going to have another one of these peppers. I'm telling you. They're Eat away. The peppers are the best. Inside this red cherry pepper, excuse my fingers, is, um, what is this cheese? Cream cheese. This is garlic cream cheese. Wow. 
Garlic cream cheese. More garlic. Try eating that and then talk to somebody. With the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this That's my good. water? <laughs> yes, it is. You got oh, it's hot. Is that hot? No. All right. Tess, I'm gonna have a little piece of bread. Please take look as much at, bread as you want. Look at me, I have some bread. Where are you originally from? Des Moines, Iowa. And there's a lot of Italians there. They actually have a south side of Des Moines called Little this? Italy. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. When my Graziano brothers had all of this growing up, they're my cousins. They started it in 1902. It always seems like someone says they're from the south side. That's like a tough neighborhood. Where are they from? The south side mm -hmm. of Iowa. <laughs> of Des Moines. Yeah. The south side of Des Moines. Is, is it a real south side? Yes. I mean, no, no, no. We call it Little Italy. We're talking about in terms of the rough side. No, it because wasn't rough. to us from the East Coast, when you say South Side or even you think that South it's kind side of, of Chicago, yes, South, South, South side, side of Philly, South Bronx, South. where I grew up in the South Bronx, you know they throw South on it when they want to tell you don't come there because you're gonna get beat up. Oh. Money, money, send money, us some money. money. <laughs> like, let's do a big shout out to whoever just sent us this money. Let's Watch find closer. out who is it. Jim Bush, fifty Jim. cents. Let's do it. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> send us some more money. We'll sing again, <laughs> unless you didn't like the way I sang, because I, I suck. All right, so south side of Des Moines, Iowa. Mm -hmm. uh, when did you get into showbiz? When I was about six, I started dancing. And then I had my very first play for school, and I played in a Christmas play, and I was a beaver. Now don't, I don't understand why a beaver answers you. <laughs> well, you know, it depends on who you're talking to. A beaver can mean many things. No, it was a furry little animal beaver. Exactly. And I was an animal that's sitting outside the house with the Christmas tree. I think they ran out of cast members and they just this is a make her beaver outside the house. <laughs> I could leave this interview and they would keep on going. <laughs> she hasn't stopped eating yet. I know, I'm sorry. But you know what? This I told is, you, this I is, eat all this the is so This is so warming my heart. <laughs> this is an Italian household. Money! Money! Send us that cash. You know, it seems like everybody who's in show business gets bitten by the acting bug yes. when we're children. Yes. So you grew up performing in, like, say, grammar school, high school, junior high, and it's in your blood. Yes. Then you seek out further. Where did you go from there? I went to college, Stevens College, and got a BFA. Went to like three years in a row, so they, they we had summer stocks, and then I went to Yale Summer Conservatory. Send us that cash. All right, somebody wants a shout out. Wait. Who needs a shout out? <laughs> who needs Who needs their name said? Renata Konopka. Hello, Renata. Thank you so much for the fifty cents. We appreciate you. We love you. We think you're great. Renata is from Poland. Yes, mm. and Kira, Poland? no, she's is in New from, Jersey. Oh, okay. She's in a small town in Poland called New Jersey. <laughs> and also, here's a nice shout-out from the daughter of the owners of Foggia Italian Market in Delhi. So thank you, Kira. Big shout-out to your family. We're sitting here eating your family's food. And it's delicious. Yes, delicious. that's Bob and Linda Quattro, who are down in Lakewood. Now, I have an idea when you guys are ready and they go back into production, we will call the deli to yes. cater some of the uh, 
what do you call it when we're on set and the food's being eaten? The catering. The catering. <laughs> No, we'll do product placement. Product placement. We'll do product placement and, and some catering. Like I will come into a scene and go, oh, I'm exhausted. I was just at Foggia, Italian market in Delhi. Let's eat. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how we do it. <laughs> That's how we do it. Or we'll film at Foggia. Mm. Now, now, wait a minute. I plan on filming there. <laughs> well, we can film Actually, you doing no, you. Let me yeah, tell you something. There. His place is perfect for filming. Yeah. And right next to his place is a bar that probably has been open since 1928 and nobody knows about it. Wow. It's, it's, these, these are brilliant locations for filming. Let's do Seriously. it. Oh, and this is in Lake what? Lakewood. 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 It's down by Long Beach. Oh, okay. Long Beach, okay. California. Folks, go on the internet. I'm talking serious now. Foggia Italian Market in Delhi. He's talking here. He's imitating me. He's talking. Okay, so now, you're out of college. When do you come to California? I, well, I want to say that I went down to New York first. Oh, you and did? And that's where we could have crossed paths. We were right in the same area. And you didn't? Probably not. When did you guys meet when you came out Actually, here? Actually, a lot of your friends, we were all in dance class together, so you might have been at that dance yeah, studio. could have been. So we might have been taking dance classes together mm -hmm. back in the day. Is your history the say, same? Well, you got bitten by the acting bug when you were young? Pretty much. I started dancing at the age of five. And then, you know, my mother did it basically to keep us busy and keep us off the streets. Right. And so then from there, I started doing, you know, a lot of theater. I did Broadway, started doing, you know, a lot of musical things because I was a singer back then, and then moved out here and just continued on, so yeah. So you're from the south side of the Bronx? Well, at the, you know what? what's funny, because when I grew up, when I was young, they didn't call it South Bronx, it didn't change until later, then all of a sudden it became the South Bronx. But then at that point, I was living in Manhattan on 27th, 2nd Avenue, that's where the other half of my growing up was. In the city? In the city. So we actually have to describe that to people. Yes. Not everybody realizes we're talking about Manhattan. Yes. It's so funny how we all say the city and people go, where? Where? Yeah. Well, and I was on 13 an and 3rd, so I was only about 10 blocks away. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So you pretty much pursued your acting career in New York City, and you did as well. Mm -hmm. And when is it that you guys decided, let's go to California and, and take it a, up a notch? What year did you come here? I came here in 87, but I was, um, I was just sick of New York. I needed a change, and I had, um, I had a management company at that time. I always had a little business going, and we came out here to bring some of our clients. And, you know, New Yorkers, we didn't like L.A. for no particular reason. It was that thing, you know, L.A., they're pretentious, they're this, they're that. So I went, I, when I came here for the two weeks just to hang and do some business for my management company, I didn't like it for no particular reason. But then the first week I hated it, the second week I loved it, I went home and I moved back because it was January. Yes. And when I got off the plane, people had on <laughs> flip-flops and shorts. I was like, oh, my God, it's beautiful here, and I just never went back. One of the reasons why I came to California after pursuing my career in the city, Manhattan, for many, many years, I went to the American Academy, I went to Herbert Berghoff Studios, I oh, never wow. even wanted to be a stand-up comic. I was doing what everybody else was HB. doing. We came here for pilot season. Yep. That was the big thing. Everybody said, where are you going? Pilot season. It seemed like the whole world came to Hollywood for January, February, March to get into some kind of a pilot. and. Uh, I remember you read for maybe two or three, and then you went back to New York with your tail between your legs. That's what happened to me. How about you? Well, the first, well, I didn't come out here during pilot season. I would just, I just came out and I moved. And the first thing I actually did on television was a, a spinoff, a pilot for a series regular. Oh, I no never, kidding. I had never had any television credits. 
I was, I mean, I did have Broadway and I did have a lot of theater, but yeah, it was a spinoff of the facts of life. And I was going to be, oops, sorry, I have right. legs. I was going to be Natalie's David Spade. It was one of my, we were going to, they were moving to New York. Natalie was moving to New York and I was one of the roommates and me, her, David Spade, Richard Grieco, and some other girl, we were going to be living together. So. Wow, Richard Grieco. I remember that name? Yes. Mm -hmm. Where did he go? Well, I don't know. Richard Grieco, I think, made his biggest debut when he was on 21, 21 Jump, Jump Street. Street. Right. Yeah. And then he was supposed to, because he replaced the other guy, right? What's his name? Who was on there? Scissorhand. What was his name? <laughs> I'm so Edward Scissorhands. Johnny, um, Depp? Johnny Depp. Yeah. Wow. I just don't. I'm sorry, guys. This is no. They no, kind of had the look. I just, like they yeah, looked they like had each that, other. They had that. They had that. Yeah. Good looking, you know, dark and handsome kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And David Spade and Richard Grieco and. So that was your first experience with like television. Outside of two commercials, but network television, yeah. And I was a recording artist at that time, so I was on tour and coming back and doing that. So I was doing a lot of different things. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Seems like, and I know this is the way it is for me, you got to wear a lot of hats and try You're everything. Better. Throw everything against the wall and hope that spaghetti sticks. So, all right, so that's your first experience. You? My first experience was getting cast in it as an extra, but I worked all summer long and got higher and higher up in a very fun movie called Earth Girls Are Easy. I remember that. When Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Earth Girls Are Easy. I remember and, that movie. Gina Damon Davis. And Jim Carrey, and they weren't all known yet. So I was on the set with them all summer long, and it was a great experience. I got to do stunt car driving. I got to be the girl in the pool in a bikini where the grill fell on top of me. I was a <laughs> hot box dancer. Was that at a time where they actually had the Screen Extras Guild? You guys I remember, remember that? The Screen Extras Guild. Oh no, I was already SAG at yeah. that point, so. But I remember the Screen Extras yeah. Guild. What happened to that? They like everything else, <clears throat> it, it just goodbye. disintegrates because then there was, you know, the Screen Actors Guild merged with AFTRA, which used to be two different unions at one time. Now they're together, and hopefully they can keep on going. In fact, I've been thinking about calling SAG and putting in for my pension. <laughs> I didn't mean that to be funny. I really no. didn't want to, but I figured, you know what, maybe I better go ahead and do it before all of that all stuff changes. Is Monday. that right? Yeah, the big strike between Directors Guild, Writers Guild, and Screen Is it Show. happening May 1st, you May said? 1st. Well, that's next week. Yeah, May, next Monday. Because I thought it was June. That's why I was laughing. I thought you were going to try to get your pension before when I'm striking. No. No, it's May. That's okay. what I think about it. Though. So that, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You need to watch their new show that I am in because we don't have to strike. You could watch us. Yeah. Why don't you guys go ahead and talk about your project and how that became to fruition? Go ahead, Tess. This go is ahead. the name of it. So, Ball Just Jump is one of the, the, the taglines. We have Just Jump? two t-shirts. Mm -hmm. Two t-shirts. I, I thought the name of the project was The, the right, right Turn. turn. But, but Just is Jump one is one of our t-shirt lines because we're falling in your direction of merchandise. Okay. So we have Just Jump and No Sex with the X are our two t-shirts. No Sex what? With the X. No Sex with the X. <laughs> no Sex with the X. <coughs> but I would have thought Would anybody like some more uh, mushrooms? Well, mushrooms <laughs> more mushrooms. I will... No, because um, you're putting it over here because I feel like a glutton because I'm eating okay. all the food. Okay. We want you to have what you want to have. And okay. again, look, at I'm so mommy. Please, such honey. A mommy. Please, honey, take I'm it good. all. Don't, no, 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 test no, who's going to eat? Test no, I'm good. 
Okay, so I'm in 2015, I'm just going to talk about myself. Tell I us. Eat. So I'm in 2015, good. I got invited to be part of this director's um, for young women. It was a network thing, and it was for a, a mature woman network. And all the girls that were coming in, the young women, were pitching ideas that were really young. So I said, can I try you know, my hat, ring in the hat, hat in the ring, whatever it's called? And I came up with this idea of a, a young woman, you know, early 50s, empty nester, and she wants to leave her corporate job and go on an experience for the best tiramisu recipe in the world, which happens to be in Treviso, Italy, was the origin of tiramisu. So Tara and I were working on some things together, dear friends, and she said, I want to do it. And I said, that's great. So we had her and Edward Costa, who did the scene, and uh, the rules were to shoot in one day and edit in one day. And so that was done. Was it a competition or it was Yeah, it was a competition to get as, um, your web series um, funded by a very big network. What is the network? It doesn't matter. It didn't happen. No, the whole thing imploded, <laughs> but I never submitted. Oh. So that way we had control over it. So in 2018, we got together, we spread out our laptops, and we started formulating... It was called uh, La Dolce Vite, then it was called Tiramisu, then it was called My Sweet Life, and then the last name that we came up with was My Right, uh, The Right Turn. So Tara Bennett-Smith really plays now. Sarah Celeste Wright-Turner, The Right Turn. The Right Turn PR is the name of her PR firm, and that's where you come in as Mr. Lou Ricci, right. playing a stand-up co uh, comedy club comedian owner. that club now owner. is a club owner. And you got in a little bit of public trouble. We, right. won't we won't spill those beans. And you go to the right turn to get your... So here's, back here's some fun for everybody. You said the first three titles, the working titles, let's yes. call it, were very Italian. Yes. La Dolce Vita Tiramisu. It's very Italian. Mm -hmm. Yep, because the whole thing was supposed to take place in Italy. Initially. Right. So then how do you come into play? Well, because when she was working on that project, I had taken a hiatus. Hiatus? Yeah, that word. She's getting drunk on olives. Hottie, hottie. Drunk on olives and mushrooms. I had taken a hiatus from acting. And I was just <laughs> thinking about going back to acting. Obviously, I should have probably went to speech class. Um, and um, so... She was on a hottie. I was on a hottie, hottie, hottie. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Thank you, sponsors. <laughs> so I was on a hiatus, and when she said she was going to do this, I said, I'll be the actress. And that's basically what happened. And then as it kept evolving, you know, when it sat on the shelf, I said, we were talking, I said, we should do something with this, turn it into something. And that's kind of what happened. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we just kept going. And now it's on Tubi, the first four of the eight episodes. Mm -hmm. We filmed all the way through COVID. We still have... Four more episodes in the can were in post-production, and then those will come out so the full season will be out. But right now, you can watch Mike so, Marino, a.k.a. Lou Ricci. So this project goes from being an idea, mm -hmm. uh, uh, something that you were going to try to enter into a competition. Mm -hmm. Then you said, you know what? Screw the competition. Let's do our own thing. We'll make our own project. Yep. We'll make our own money. We'll control our own thing, yep. and we'll cast and do everything on our own. Yes. Right. Which is great because that's what everybody really should do. Because if you don't, someone's going to tell you how to do something and you're going to be 
be like, I don't even like that. Mm -hmm. That's not me. I don't want to do it. I'm not happy. Leave me alone. I'm going to go work at Home Depot. That's pretty much what happens to me. I can't take it anymore. I love when people try to tell me how to do what I do. <laughs> it's what I do. Don't tell me how to do what I do. I'm doing it. Well, but this is a really great project. So let me give you my experience on their project. I don't even know how I became part of your project. We're friends because, with a singer. Yeah, Filippo Voltaggio. Filippo Voltaggio. Another Italian. And yeah, if he was right here right now, he'd be eating I'm that I'm going to change my name meat. to Terra Terracotta. Terra Terracotta. Terra Terracotta. Terra Terracotta. Then it's me. Yeah, Panacotta. So how did... um. Well, because we became friends through going to your show, I went back and back and back. And right. Filippo, when he wasn't even living here, I would still come with my friends. And then I just, you know, we both looked into our backyards and said, who do we want to work with? We're, we created all the characters based on conversations. So I said, let's get Mike in here. That's really what happened. Yeah. I enjoyed this uh, program that they're putting together, or that is together. When I was invited down to the set and they gave me the script of a disgruntled comedy club owner. I just went and researched uh, disgruntled comedy <laughs> club owners. It's actually really easy because they're all kind of like that. <laughs> and uh, I uh, tried to impersonate one or two that I know. I won't, I won't say their names. <laughs> but um, it was a lot of fun. And they were filming in... The uh, second half, where the place with the donkey. There was donkeys. <laughs> there was deer. Was there was a donkey. Oh, oh my! I see. I'm That's okay. With this. I'm gonna move back. No, you you do you. Um, I, I remember. I remember pulling up to this farm. It was like a farm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know where I was. I'm in Chatsworth. Was that Chatsworth? It's very Chatsworth. hot and dry. And, and there was a guy there. Show? He owns a a theater. The yeah. theater is in the barn. The theater is the barn. But yes. <laughs> and he says to me after the show with these eyebrows that stretched out like two hands. They were like, hi, how are you? And he said, oh, would you like to come up here and do a play? And I'm like, mister, where are we? <laughs> but let me tell you something about they that did, place. Yeah. They have sold out houses every night. Really? Completely sold out. <laughs> and they do they, fun things. They have subscriptions. Really and people come in and they just... I mean, every night they have to extend them. People rent it. I mean, they do great stuff. But I have to say that Tara and I had to get really scrappy and inventive on locations. And and you'll see the series. We had to we had to do a lot of twists and turns to get there. So we could have been in this big ex elaborate theater, but she lived right around the corner from that place, and she knew him, and I had met him before, long before, in a different situation. You live near there. Right around the corner. I, I did. I don't live there now. Yeah. I moved since then. And it, it was so adorable just to be able to hang the lights and, and do this rickety table. And the, the Christmas think, scene, is, yeah. it was really fun. It made it more quaint. It's really, I, really cool. Yeah, and I think the thing is, you know, it's the, like putting the, best, up a barn. the best part about doing your own thing is that you don't have to follow the script the way it is. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're trying to put together anything and the budget's not allowing, then you have to be creative. You have to say, you know what, well, we can't do that, but we could do this. And if we can't do that, we could do this. The point is getting it in the can and getting it done. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that. We could write a book about how yeah, many rules on we how broke. To do, yeah, we broke so many rules. Oh. So many rules. One of the funnest experiences of being up there is, yes, I'm performing with great performers. Everybody's got a great skill. you got to bring your A game because someone will knock you off your pedestal. That's one of the coolest things about working with pros. You better bring your A game because they'll look at you like, what do you mean you don't know your lines? <laughs> How long have you had the script? Excuse me? 
But we were also very lenient. Lenient. Yeah. Allow people to take the character Fun. and make it their own because that's part of it. You know, we're not, we weren't writing something saying this message has to be said this way. The message has to be said from here. Yes. yes. You know, and that, that people believe when it's coming from, you know, your heart and your soul. So. A great, great good time because you're eating all the garlic. Is that gonna what it's is? Garlic She's going to start sweating. Um, there was also someone down there that I enjoyed meeting a lot. Now, I'm going to forget her name. But what Babette. A, oh. Chef Babette. Chef Babette Michael is in the project. Michael had a twinkle in his eye. I did. He I, I did. She told me to tell you hello. I just talked to her on the way in. She said, you're going to tell her, Mike Marina? Tell him I she, said hello. You have to have her on this show. I would show. love to have her on this show. Whenever. I'll schedule it. Okay. I manage her, so. Oh, really? Yeah. You manage? Mm, I oh, manage really? her. I used to have a management production company, and I got rid of everybody, but she won't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I got on a bunch of talk shows and right, stuff. Let's, and just, let's just talk about her for a moment, if you could if it could, if we if have it, to. If you could do a moment. I love her. She is a ball of energy. She's gorgeous, and she's Tristan's how old? Tristan's 72. Um, no, 70, she'll be 73 in December. She's 73. I know, but she looks like she's... She acts like she's 20. Well, she also looks like she's, she's kind 20. of 30 something. She looks yeah. like she's in her 30s. She's jacked. I know. You can watch her on the internet. She'll teach you how to exercise. She's been to a bunch of my shows. She always responds. Where does she get that energy? Well, she gets energy until, she, she don't mind me saying this, until when she's done and she smokes weed and goes to sleep. Hi, Babette. <laughs> I hope you're watching. We can go for some weed. <laughs> no, she has a restaurant in Inglewood called Stuff I Eat, and she she has a chef. restaurant. Yeah, she's a vegan chef. You're she's kidding. a vegan chef. That's she's been vegan for years. That's how. Well, we met in church and a choir together. These I, stories just have yeah. no ending. Yeah. So I was just talking to her today because they're we're developing a show for her right now with a with a company. But yeah, I talk to her all the time, and she told me, "Tell Mike, I said hi. I want to come on his show." She should have a chef. She wants show. to come on your show. She could come on this show. Oh my god. We gosh. will have a lot of fun. She'll probably watch me eat and say, "Put that down." Stop eating that. No, she'll make you a really great vegan avocado mousse. Mm. Yeah. Chocolate mousse made with avocado, you can't go wrong. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm no. still wanting meatballs right now. <laughs> uh, well, you, you take Would some Would you like salami. some pepperoni? No, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Tell everybody where they can see the project so you, that they can watch all the episodes, and then we're going to go on to a different topic. You can turn to Tubi TV. The right turn, and it's spelled with a W. I don't know if you can see this. Okay, that looks very weird. We won't do that. Um, you can, you can W-R-I-G-H-T turn. It seems like so many people are getting lucky and blessed by having their own uh, show on a channel called Tubi. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to investigate that myself. A lot of people There's turn like into Amazon. Yeah, I can help it's amazing. You when, if you do want to do something. Yes, I definitely do. Yes. We all need to help each other, especially in show That's business, because right. this business is out of control. Uh, nuts. You never know what's going to happen. You're never going to know where you're going to end up. What's really great is to work with people you actually enjoy being around. Yes. Now, you people probably watching right now thinking we all know each other a long time. We actually don't. I don't One of the coolest things is the energy, the freedom, <laughs> the fun and the jolliness in you seeing stuff that doesn't make you want to 
turn off the television because when you watch all the hatred that's going on oh in the world, God. it's just it's horrible. Exhausting. It's exhausting. Oh, it's it exhausting. makes me feel like, what happened? Could we bring back the 80s when everybody was just laughing? Yeah. Or maybe they didn't have a cell phone so we didn't know about the problem. I think that's a big part of it. You know, and what's so sad, I was talking to my niece today and my daughter at one point, and they were both saying how they're not sure if they want to have kids because of the way of the world. Isn't that sad? Not that they Could don't want kids, that? they just don't know if they want to bring kids into this because it's so stressful for yeah. them. There's always so much happening. And where do I put my kids in school? I can't even put them in school. You know, so they're, they're petrified. So many That's of sad. the original reasons for people getting married was to have kids. Mm -hmm. Now people are really going, hey, well, now wait a minute. With all of this TikTok nonsense out there, I don't know if I want my kids going through all the crap that's going on in the world. Plus, when you see all the nonsense, I don't like to talk about it. I don't get into it. We're here to have fun and make you all laugh and keep on watching wherever we're all going in the world. So, But it's, uh, it's, it's pretty brutal. I started saying all the time, don't watch the news. But as a comedian, I kind of have to watch well, the yeah, news. I, gotta, I want to yeah. be up on what's going on you know, in the I world. I never watch the news. Never. I stopped watching the evening because it makes me too sad, so I don't even... And you know what's so funny? People say, well, how do you know what's going on in the world? No matter what's going on in the world, inevitably, somebody's going to call me and say, did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> or so, the news pop up, the headlines, you know. I don't read much. in... Yeah, but no. somebody always calls and says, did you hear? And I, that's when I know. Well, this is all success, no matter what, that you guys got this project up and going. Thank you. I yeah, did for being a part of I it. I did enjoy being part of it. I hope you're going to make more episodes. I hope you guys will call season me down. Two. I want to be in season two. Oh, you are, because I want your character is recurring. I want to recur. I want a, I want a bigger role. No, your character is going to recur, trust me. I want more money. Well, that, that, part, <laughs> that part we're going to work on. <laughs> but I want to do a scene with Babette. That, you know what? Oh, you will. Do that. You're right. Maybe y'all you, can date. Listen, you know what? How's that? You are talking to the co-creators and the right. co-writers oh. of the show. Well, well, here's an idea. <clears throat> Give us the idea. Come me on. and me and Babette get together, and I said, "Would you like to go out to dinner?" And she says, "I'm too old." <laughs> <laughs> me being too oh. old. Oh. Me being too old to go out with her. I date you a lot younger. <laughs> well, sometimes that's true. You guys got to see who this is. She's pretty amazing. But yeah. go ahead. No, but yeah, that you know what? She actually brought up something cute, like an idea like that once. She said, you could make Mike Marino and I kind of like dating, or we meet at one of your holiday office Ooh. parties, and he takes me out on the date. You well, you did meet at the holiday, because she's yeah, in that scene. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, that there, you got it, Mike. Right. But you can't blush through the whole thing. You, why, you see me turning right? I already yeah. see you turning oh, right, so, the scene hasn't even been done yet. It, He's like... It's hot in here. <laughs> eating that garlic. <laughs> the garlic. <laughs> you haven't even eaten any of it. Yes, I did. Hey, listen, one of the greatest things in the comedy is the awkwardness of happiness. Uh -huh. It makes people laugh. If you look at shows like Carol Burnett back in the day oh, and, and uh, the Andy Griffith mm. show... They're awkward. They don't know how to... You do that edit. very well, by the way. It's what? one of the things I like about your act. You know, you're, when you get into that thing where you kind of laugh at yourself, it's really charming. Well, it's, I love your work. So thank you very much. Thing. I appreciate yeah. that. One of the ideas behind my character on stage is I might not be so tough. I'm just kidding. Take the ride. You'll be, you'll be glad that you did. And that's, that's the way I try yeah. to portray that. I'm, I'm really lucky. What, what would you say is one of the greatest gifts that you got in show business throughout, let's say, the past 15 years? I would say one of the greatest gifts that I got, 
was probably utilize understanding the importance of utilizing every talent that I have and not listening to people when they say, you know, jack of all trade, master of none, pick one thing. I never could go that way. I couldn't go. I had to do all things. I wore all the hats. I had to. I never saw anybody doing what I would do. I had to do what I had to do for myself. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get it from an agent or a manager. I just was like, get out of the way. I'll go do it. And how about you? I think the same thing, and I think the culmination for me, and I can probably speak for Tara too, we were allowed to work together and bring all of our skills and multiple hats to the table and had a lot of fun. So I think the right turn was a turning point for me because I've always been in different lanes, you know, from the directing to the writing to on camera to the talk show to whatever. And to be able to bring all those skills to the table, it feels good. And especially to have it up on Tubi. And Tubi is a great network. You know, there's, I think, 600 million viewers and subscribers. I think, you know, the challenge now with the industry and people who are doing independent stuff, especially when you've been mainstream, yeah, we call the machine television, is that it's very hard to see outside of the machine as something relevant and important. But what a lot of people, what, what a lot of people see, what a lot of people are thinking about. I mean, what people <laughs> don't realize is that there's shifts happening behind the scenes where, you know, those, like, remember when Netflix first came out, they were not Netflix. And all of a sudden, everybody wants to be on Netflix. So the things that we're fighting against because it doesn't feel like it's the machine or, you know, network, HBO, are going to be the next thing in another year. They're going to be that thing that you wish you were on, yeah. you know, and you really got to start thinking out of the box and just creating projects and have ownership. You know, if you got an idea for a show, you have a platform. This is a show. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah, a show. I agree. You got to own it. And uh, it's true because if you think a long time ago, you heard the word HBO, HBO, HBO. Mm -hmm. Then Showtime, Showtime, Showtime. You really don't hear that too much anymore. Mm -mm. Now all you hear is Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Netflix. So and how Google. do you know we're not going to be the next ones to be on something like that? Yeah. We are. And that's the deal. So I think the key is if you got an idea, just do it. Figure out how to get it done. And we are masters, Tess and I, of getting it done. They get it done. We get it done. Because yeah. too many, not too many people, when I say, when, when we tell them about the show, at least when I tell people about the show, they always say, oh, you got a web series. I'm like, no, it's eight episodes that are 50 minutes long. Then they do like, wait a minute, you said eight 50-minute episodes? I said, yes. Like a regular television network where we got some recognizable face. We got Mike Marino. We got Tisha Campbell. We got Christopher Duncan. We got... People who are our series regulars on our series. Are you guys friends with Tisha Campbell? I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Been friends with her for years. Let's let's throw this back out there for everybody. Anybody know exactly how we know Tisha Campbell? As far as I'm concerned, one of the funniest television shows ever was Martin. Mm-hmm. I watch the reruns all the time. It's always on uh, TikTok. Oh, really? The characters that Martin did, Martin mm -hmm. Lawrence did, are unbelievable. It was the inspiration for me to do my Uncle Tommy, the inspiration for me to do the character I do, Michelle. Cause you that do came a character, from, Michelle? And Michelle is like, hi, how are you? Oh, my God, QVC, you got to watch me. And <laughs> that was kind of like Do you still do Michelle? Oh, yes. And your actor on, on and the, the act on the road, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I get I like dressed that. up like her. We do some videos like her, and then the Stone character. If you watch uh, Martin, and even the characters that he didn't play, like Brother Man, uh -huh. you cannot stop laughing at this guy's character. In fact, there was another character there. I think it was Hustle Man. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it, he became a big star too. He, um, 
shoot, I can't think of his name, a stand-up comedian. They were probably all friends yeah, from back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. And it's just funny as hell, man. But Martin Lawrence comes in the door, and he's doing not uh, um, that character that's got curly hair with the messed up teeth. I can't even think. And he sings. Oh, yeah. I um, can't think of the character's name. The name. It's kind of like a Rick Jamie kind yes, of Yes, like Rick James. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Jerome. Jerome. Jerome's in the house. <laughs> now, how she kept a straight face watching Martin do that, I have no idea. But she is a great actress. She has a very successful career. I didn't even know she was in the project. Mm -hmm. Wow. She, you got to you gotta turn on TV. I got to turn it. on She's and watch. She's in episode one, and then she comes back later. Mm -hmm. I'm probably like a lot of actors. I don't like to watch myself. <laughs> but you actually really did. I'm like, yeah. Uh, and you cursed a lot, too. Yeah. I did? Yeah, a whole yeah, lot. But it's so funny. We probably won't be able to go on network because of you. Well, we've, we've, we've been <laughs> bleeping you out because we've got we some offers out. to put the show on some syndicated channels. Really? Yeah. We have to so, bleep you out. Well, we're just bleeping you out dropped, all the... You dropped the F-bomb about 10 times. But it's funny. It's funny. It's wow. your so character. Good. All right. It's you your character. Well, I am from New Jersey. it's you, though. No, it's, yeah, it's wow. like way different than this person. Yeah. Good. And that I, shows you how wonderful you are. I yeah. always wanted to be the actor that brought to uh, the camera a character that was far from who I am. Like. Because I thought you were like that, but obviously you're very different than that. No, I'm a. You're very kind of like. You're an intro. Are you an introverted comedian, kind of sort of? Because you seem very introverted. I'm, I could be very quiet at times. Yeah. I'm boring once in a while. Oh, my God. A lot. A lot. That's why you like Babette, because she makes you crazy. Babette. <laughs> He's grabbing Babette. the baseball over there and blushing. I have to do this. Um, I asked you guys about some wonderful joys that happened to you in your life. And a couple weeks ago, I was lucky enough to be performing at the Boca Black Box in Boca Raton, which is a beautiful theater. And somehow, the night before, someone called me up and said, they're having an Italian-American tradition day at uh, the Miami Stadium in Miami, Florida, mm -hmm. and the Miami Marlins were playing, and I got to throw out the first oh, pitch. Oh, nice. So here's the actual ball. That's great. There's the ball. I went on to the ball field in front of millions of people watching on television and in the but stadium. I got to put on my own shirt that said, Make America Italian Again on television. I threw the ball to the mascot, which I guess is a shark, and he caught the ball, and I waved to the audience, and I tell you, I was more nervous doing that than really? any stand-up show, <laughs> any filming, any so movie. So let me ask you a question. I was petrified. Do you ever get nervous doing stand-up at all when you did yes. that happen? Yes, yeah. every single show. Really? I was told when I was in the American Academy of Dramatic Arts that the day you don't become nervous yeah, is the you day kind of, you're going to bomb. And yeah. that's kind of true, too. Yes, because the nervous energy is what makes you Say I better so, bring the A game. Yeah. Like, so are you like a singer? Because I know that, or even like when I do something the first time, but once I start it, then all of a sudden I just kind of settle in and I forget yeah. the nerves just go away. That yeah. happens to yeah. me. It usually takes maybe a minute. Yeah. Maybe even less than the minute. When I walk out on stage, money, send us that cash. Keep on going. Who wants a shout out from us? I've been pretty... Frankie in Bergamo. Great show, my friend Mike. Frankie from Boston. All right, everybody, let's all Frankie. say hello to Frankie. Frankie. That's the first time I ever harmonized in my entire life. Was I on pitch? You were on pitch. I was, on, again. I was one on, on pitch. One more time, go. Frankie. 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 <laughs> Frankie from Boston. 
<laughs> hey, Frank, thank you so much. Send us some more money. Kiera, thank you so much for sending us all this food from your family. We really appreciate that. No, I, I get nervous. I got nervous when I was on the set with you guys because uh, you never know what's going to happen. You want to make sure you know your lines. You want to do a good job. Um, and if you're not nervous, really, wouldn't you become boring? I'd say you do because yeah. there's a comfortability there that happens that you're not really in the moment because you're just kind of out of it. When you're nervous, you, you settle into focusing because you're a little concerned, so you're a little more focused. Plus, if you're a well-trained actor and you are in the moment, the person you're doing a scene with could do something mm -hmm. that you didn't know was coming. Mm -hmm. And if you don't acknowledge it, you look horrible. And that could be anything from a, just a somebody going like that, which would make you go like that. <laughs> and if you're on top of it, it works. It yeah. also can make you look even better. Yeah. I was doing this uh, movie that I think is on. Give us that cash, you sons of bitches. Send us the money. Let's see who it is. Oh, it's still Frankie. Thanks for the money, Frank. Frankie. Keep on, Frankie. 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 Uh, wait, wait, let's sit. Oh, we got to start Frank. all over we again. Start that over. Okay. I was he looking starts, at the things. He starts, you go, I yeah. go. Okay. Thank you so much, Frankie. 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 Oh, that was bad. Yeah, well, I was way off key. Yeah. You know what? We can't. <laughs> I'm kind of following you. You can't do things twice. Somebody right. else send us money. We'll start again. <laughs> Come on, Linda Tompkins. Send us some cash. All right. See, I'm wearing my Italian it, shirt that was given cents? to me. Is that the choice that they have? That sounds yes, like they could do 50 cents, $500, $5, $10. So $0.50 cents to $500? Cents, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Support Italian, I mean. Well, you might need to add a few more zeros yeah. on that one. <laughs> Somebody got to pay for food. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Hey, everything is appreciated. Appreciate Absolutely. Because you know what? That says that we're liking and we want to support you. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm so glad I finally got to have you guys and we're on so the glad show. To be here. Yes. And I'm nice and full now and getting a little sleepy. But we're going to get you some more food before no, you leave. I'm we're going to we're going to do a take home uh, for you, and uh, we're going to have a definite take home for you because she won't want none of the meat, and you can take the the salami. I want meat. The salami, but not meat. Um, do you sing anymore? Can we see you out on stage? Performing? No, I don't sing anymore. We're not going to do it. Um, I've I've done a couple of musicals, like maybe one, over the last few years, but it's not. I mean, we sang in the musical, the music number from the series. Right. Yeah. Yes. We have a um, a music video that's out. Uh, I sang the on the time that. of your life. Time of your life. Check Tisha it out. Campbell actually wrote, and mm -hmm. it features all the women in the series. On the singing. YouTube channel, The Right Turn. You right. can check out. So I sang on that, but I, you know, I kind of left it. I didn't leave it. It's just, you know, life evolves. I loved yeah. it though. I got to do Soul Train and perform and meet Don Cornelius. And no kidding. Yeah. Wow. I know. So when people Soul say. Soul Train. I know. So when people say, what are one of the highlights? I go, yeah, because you know, you grow up doing the Soul Train line in your living room and having having an opportunity to be interviewed by him and he flirted with me. Did he? I know. He never talks to anybody, but he flirted with me a little bit. It was Don like, Cornelius. I know, man, yeah. What so, a show. Yeah. Soul Train. Mm -hmm. That was Sundays and when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Did you guys watch Soul Train? Yeah. Really? Did Who didn't watch Soul fine. Train? Well, you know, it depends. You were, you were on the East Coast. It was very popular. but I watched the Soul Train from Des Moines, Iowa. But see, I know you didn't watch Soul Train because you said, I watched the Soul Train. <laughs> No, I did watch Soul Train. I'm trying to think about it. Love Soul say, Train or know, Soul joking. Train, whatever it is, when you say I watched the it. Soul Train, we go, ah, you what called is, it the Soul Train. The way everybody I'm danced. Yeah. 
She's so mean. That's not mean. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I watched the Soul Train. The Soul Train. The clothes that they were wearing. Oh my God, the clothes were the, the best. hairstyles. Tamichi, our friend, did most of the clothes. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, he, he's a friend of mine, Tamichi, Tony Briggs. He created the hammer pants. And so the, all the weird stuff on there that they would wear with the hats and the leggings, and he did yes. most of those clothes. It was called hammer pants? You know the MC, MC hammer, hammer pants? pants. Yeah, he oh, the, yeah. He created those pants, but he also did a lot of the clothes on the Soul Train. MC Hammer, what a great guy. What a great show. Oh, my God, I miss when we were younger, man. But we're going to keep on creating new things, and you guys yes. are all going to watch what we're doing. And then someday in the future, you're going to go, you should have seen this show. It was the best. It was called The Right Turn. And then there was this scene where Mike Marino was dating this girl, Babette. <laughs> oh, you know what? Again, we are going to actually write it in. Yeah. It's going to come in. And it may end up this season. I was about to say, because we That's... need to bring Babette back this season. We may have a couple of pickup shots. So when you're we'll in town, we may in. get you going on a we'll date with Babette. Up. Yeah. We'll Imagine that. <laughs> Hollywood secrets. <laughs> Hey. It's not such a secret anymore. With right, we're telling everybody. So if you go look up Chef Babette, you tell us if you think that Mike should have a scene with Chef yes. Babette. And Chef it's B-A-B-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. You can go right now on IG or Facebook and look her up and how gorgeous she is. And you think, see if Mike would want to. You're going to say, I can't believe this woman is in her 70s. I mean, she really looks like, she's let's amazing. say, she's in her 40s. She does push-ups on the show. You can watch her exercise. And she's just ripped. Does she have children? Yes, yeah, she has a great-grand now. A great-grandmother. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. Do you have kids? I have three. Are they in showbiz? Uh, not really, no. No? I mean, my son was, when he was younger, he did a lot of commercials, and he did a couple of pilots and stuff. And then one day he says, okay, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm not going to wait for people to decide when I work. Mm -hmm. And then he left it. And then he's been making money ever since. And you? I do not. I have a lot of adopted kids, and I help raise children. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a lot of kids in Africa. Do you have kids? I don't have any children, so I got plenty of time <laughs> to hang out. With Chef Babette. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said it for you. <laughs> All right, listen. Yeah, there was, you, some other, there was a couple other that. questions I would like to get from the audience. I can't really see the Instagram right now, but if anybody on Facebook has questions for my two lovely guests, now would be a good time to ask it. I have some questions myself. Okay. Being women in show business, big difference. How do you feel? Tess, How do you guys you do? Go first? Yeah, big difference. Yes, um, I think it's changed over the years, and Getting I think better. It has to. Mm -hmm. It has to. I think a lot of the things that are being revealed that used to be behind the scenes, uh, I was never a victim in that way, but it could have been. I got myself out of a few situations. But I think what's great for, for what we did was be able to go against the machine and we got to create on our own and we got to call our own shots and now have something out on TV. So it's it's important. Yeah, so and now we, you guys well, are in charge. We also mentor younger women and, you know. What's it like them. to actually go into casting on your project? And the people come in to read or you guys just call your friends? No, this was a call a friend or thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just, because you know what? You get to a certain place in your career where you know so many people, and it doesn't really make sense to go out and get other people when you got friends who are looking to work and want yeah, to share. Yeah, they just said, let's call Mike Marino. Right, you know, we didn't need to do that. It's like, I, I'd rather go to the people that have had my back over the years, or, mm -hmm. you know, when I was crying because somebody gave me the role, they took me out to dinner. Those are the people you want to reach back and go, come on, I'm doing something fun, come be a part of it. And that's how we operate, so yeah. it was very easy doing that, you know, that process. Yeah. 
Everybody on the set was really great. A lot of nice people. Um, now, did you know Isabella Hoffman before that? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't, um, know, I don't know what made me just ask that. Cause I knew some of your camera people, mm -hmm. but I think they were filming some shows over at the uh, Laugh Factory, and that's how I knew them. <laughs> other shows don't ask me what I'm doing. That's okay. She's getting drunk on mushrooms. Mushrooms and olives. <laughs> I didn't tell them what was in the mushrooms. Ooh. <laughs> how about you? How do you feel about being a woman in showbiz? Okay, let's add a woman and add a woman of color. Okay, so please do. we can do. add all of that. Um, you know, there's been so many uh, shifts within number one, being a woman, number two, being a woman of color, and being a browner colored woman. Because you go from where they want the lighter complected women who look like they might be more biracially, that fits, you know, and then you go, then the browner women are in. It's, it's so many hoops and hollers and jumps that you have to do that it's, it's an industry where if it's working for you and you hit at a certain point, then you're good. But once you get past that age range where you're no longer the hot ticket, then you're put in a category of kind of, I hate to say has been e ish And the only way you really work is if the casting people know you and love you. Uh, and if you create a lot of your own things. And that's not saying I don't work because I still do a lot of television, you know, uh, but I don't have the same desire to sit there and audition anymore. I'm, 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 I'm casting, producing a project right now, a new television series, because I'm behind the camera as well as a director, producer, writer. And the, the amount of actors that came in for these roles that are submitting the agent, one character, like 2,000 actors. Wow. For one character, you know, and there's like seven. I'm going through all of this going, this is what happens to us where we're sitting here. They're looking at these little thumbnail screenshots hoping that you know they find the face before they even click on them because that's what i did it's like no 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 you look interesting no 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 you look interesting and that's what they do so you have one role for a thousand to two thousand people each role and then we're out here going just call me in just call me in and then you're sitting there waiting so as a woman it's even more you know i think now as black women african-american that there's a little lot more work i think we're a little bit of a flavor right now because you look at the award shows and we're on there but for the most part it was it's been challenging you know well i'm glad you guys are doing what you're doing so in all seriousness folks when i was on the set and i was doing the scene uh with you i guess it was the second day that i shot downtown mm -hmm. yeah where were we downtown downtown, downtown los angeles mm -hmm. i don't know how you guys got that loft i didn't know anything about the area which looked a little <laughs> <laughs> Strange. It was right by the LATC, not far from LATC. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too bad. It's just people don't go down there. Yeah, well, I remember going there in the day, and everything was top-notch, and you sitting behind that desk, and I had to come walking in. I was like, well, I better bring my A-game. I don't And you these did. People, you these did. people were on you their really money. Did. And, yeah. You did. And you made it fun for me. Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah? if you watch the scene, I'm laughing at you going, because he <laughs> says something about when you said, uh, I forgot the line, and I said, Okay, you talking me something, and I do. I kind of mimic you. I said something because you know I'm Italian when I'm around Italians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's been acting Italian when I've she walked it up. Is this shit? Is this place? Is this where we're taping? I don't eat meat. <laughs> but no, you were really I'm from the Bronx, South Bronx. South Bronx. <laughs> you're really good. You were very good. Yeah, in it. very good. You know, so and you'll be now back. Now you be curious and you'll go and watch, and then yeah, you have then, to go you see know, yourself. Yeah. Episode three. 
three. All right, everybody, you're going to have to tune in now, watch all the episodes, but specifically episode number three. Is that the, the scene no, in the downtown? No, he's episode four. Four. Watch all the episodes. Get addicted. No. Binge watch the right turn. No, he's episode three. Sorry, you're episode three. As Isabella's I'm, episode I'm glad four. I'm in it. Yeah, because you're in first, and then Isabella comes in four. We're making big money on this yes, project, so send us some, some more more monies here. <laughs> and remember San Marzano tomatoes <laughs> yeah. in Isabella's garden in Tuscany, which is really Ojai. Speaking oh, about women <gasps> in showbiz, you can. Go ahead. No, nothing. We're just messing. We're That's just all right. Messing. Speaking of women in show business, the producer of this show is a woman. Her name is Tatiana Blueshell. And I hope you guys enjoyed being in touch with Tatiana. Yeah, she, she actually wonderful. gets hundreds of emails now for people who want to be on the show. She sifts everybody out. She asks all the right questions. All through the pandemic, we everybody got checked if they had COVID. They had to fill out the release forms and the whole nine She's yards great. because, you know, who you knows? Get sick, you get sick. It shuts you shuts your work down. Yeah, not just so, here. And everywhere. how many people probably wrote her and said, "I'm good friends with Mike Marino." Ooh. It's unbelievable. I call in the Mike Marino card. And I tell my friends all the time, just fill out the just fill out the papers. So big shout out to my producer, Tatiana Blue Shell, for always making this show live from my mother's basement go nice and smooth. It's on all the platforms. You can listen to it, you can watch it. It is now in stone forever. Yeah, we're here live on Instagram, we're live on Facebook. But we're also on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor. This episode can be heard on Italian American radio with our friend Johnny Mandolin in New York City. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. And if you want to send us some money, I'm still on Patreon. All right? We got to get going. I've had a lot of fun. One more time, guys. Tell everybody where they can watch all your work whenever, however, you're out there. Great, Tiff. So we're on 2B, so go watch the show. You can also text us at 424-404-1980, and you'll be part of our Paneur app, and you'll be able to find out all the updates. You'll be able to get a hold of him if you want. Um, and then we're on Instagram and all the social media as at the right turn with a W series. At the right turn series with a W. One more plug out of you. What do you got? Uh, money. Money, money. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, what she said at the Right Turn series. I'm Tara Bennett Smith. You can follow me also on IG at T E R R A H Bennett Smith and on Facebook. And if you're here in Los Angeles, folks, this Friday night I'll be at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood at 8 o'clock. Saturday night I'll be at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood on Lancashire Boulevard at 7.30. And Monday, May 1st through Sunday, May 7th, I will be at the Laugh Factory inside the Tropicana Casino Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Then I'm coming back to Los Angeles to do another podcast, a couple more shows, and from there I'm going to Dubai. So tell everybody in Dubai I'm on my way. One of the co-stars of the new hit TV series on YouTube, <laughs> The Tubi. Right Turn. Tubi. What did I say? Tubi. YouTube. I said Tubi, Tubi, YouTube. Tubi or not Tubi. YouTube. Boobity, Lots of boobies. <laughs> we got to get going. Remember, folks, let's make America Italian again. My motto is, you don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing with my guests? You ready? Yep. Don't, Don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody. Talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I
Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.